to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, in this episode, I have a conversation with Brian Weaver, who's a fellow Ohioan, and he was the IT director for the city of Gahanna in Gahanna, Ohio. He ran the IT systems for the city, the police department, and the school district. Uh, he was bullied, discriminated against, and ultimately fired for uncovering mountains of corruption within their city's government. What he will describe is a level of corruption that everyone needs to be made aware of. He highlights the dots that are easily connected, including mass surveillance of children in schools, the deletion of numerous records and video files, the nepotistic nature of these crimes, and he describes a clear line that can be drawn that would lead one to believe that the Ohio Department of Education is directly or indirectly involved with child trafficking. Now, I'm the one that's making that allegation and determination regarding the Ohio Department of Education. But I would encourage anybody to listen to this and hear what Brian says, and I bet that you'll arrive at the exact same conclusion, or at the very least, a similar conclusion. Brian is also deaf, so the audio may not be as clear as some past audios, but he was working through a voice translator when I would ask him a question, and fortunately, I didn't have to ask him hardly anything. He's remarkably thorough. He had tons of notes, and I said, go for it and just lay it all out there, and he did. His websites are MakeCyberGreat.com and MakeAmazonGreat.com, and the MakeAmazonGreat.com site, by the way, he criticizes Amazon thoroughly and goes through a lot of their corruption as well, so it's not maybe what you might think at face value. He's also on Gab at MakeCyberGreat. And again, give this a listen, connect the dots for yourself, and make sure that you understand that such actions are most certainly occurring in your state and where you live, too. All right, so I'll start with my introduction, uh, who I am, how long I've been in law enforcement, how long I've been in IT, and then I'll give credibility on sources that people can go to to verify these public records and stuff. I think that's, the, the me, that's what amazes me. I've been contacting all these media companies, like... The local media companies, they, they don't want to touch any of this stuff. I am a system administrator for um, the past 12 years for law enforcement and Ohio government agencies. I've worked for City of Grove City, City of Gahanna, and Ohio Department of Public Safety. During my 12 years in um, public safety uh, IT system administrator, I've observed uh, many things that the public and parents and are not aware of, and they should be aware of. Uh, I was terminated September 1st uh, from the Ohio Department of Public Safety uh, that brought up uh, the school concerns and cybersecurity issues regarding uh, Ohio networks and uh, FBI networks inside of the Ohio Department of Public Safety. While I was working for the Ohio Department of Public Safety, I worked for Homeland Security. I also worked for um, Ohio Narcotics and uh, several other state agencies within the Ohio Department of Public Safety. So what I'm going to go through today is um, many of you may not know, I'm deaf. I was born um, 28 weeks, 2 pounds. I'm the smallest baby that survived uh, Children's Hospital. As a result of that, I became deaf early on in my childhood. And to relate to that, there's some movies you can watch um, that's been brought out by uh, Hollywood and various movies. Uh, first one is FBI, Sue Thomas. And the second one would be um, My Name is Jonah. 
and um, them two will show how I know what's going on because I have very good lip reading skills and I'm able to eavesdrop and listen or see conversations um, going on within the law enforcement for the past 12 years of what law enforcement has been hiding from the public. And since I'm an IT system administrator, I can see all the records and data that were being uh, deleted or um, omitted from the public. And as a result of reporting the misconduct within the law enforcement, including the Ohio Attorney General's office, uh, one thing I forgot to mention earlier, the city of Grove, the, uh, inside the city of Grove City is the Ohio Attorney General's organized crime unit. Um, the organized crime unit is primarily focused on child and drug trafficking for the state of Ohio. Uh, back then, in 2011, when I... Uh, when May started, I believe uh, Governor DeWine was the Ohio Attorney General back then, and he's now the governor of Ohio. So he was fully aware of these incidents and refused to uh, investigate or uh, use law enforcement to cover up these things. So first I'll start off um, letting the schools and children, these are things that parents need to be aware, get involved in your school board and request public records. So um, the first thing I'm going to go through is security cameras in the schools. In March 2018, I take this back. When I work for the city of Grove City, there's a company called Sound Communication. Sound Communication is a uh, company in Ohio that is installing security cameras in all uh, cities and, and law enforcement offices and education uh, buildings and schools. Um, I don't have an issue. I personally installed the security cameras and installed the system. The system called Milestone. Milestone has artificial intelligence, which will have facial recognition and it can track uh, use social media and other various reports to um, to track the citizen students. I don't have an issue with them using them in the schools. Um, and I don't have an issue of them using them in law enforcement. The issue that I had is I was in a meeting in March 2018. Uh, the city of Gahanna Preachy and the administration was trying to force me as an IT system administrator to uh, hack or connect into the school's network and security cameras to monitor students, teachers, and parents at the football games um, and uh, other social events and without the school knowing. I felt very against this, so I, uh, because I am deaf and hard of hearing, I repeatedly asked uh, the city of Gahanna administration to put things in writing as part of my ADA accommodation. And I repeatedly refused to do my, uh, to put things in writing, the task they wanted me to do in writing, uh, because they did not want the public to know and they did not want to be public record. So in March 2018, the milestone system was connected from the law enforcement city of Gahanna to the city of Gahanna school districts, monitoring uh, teachers, parents, and schools without their knowledge. The, when I was in the meeting, I asked to be in writing. They refused to put it in writing. And I also asked before I can do any connection that there will be um, that there will be a written school policy or some communication or documentation from the school board or uh, from parents knowing that the law enforcement is connected into the school security camera system to monitor without their knowledge. Uh, they harassed me and they excluded me from meetings at that point. Then uh, a few days later, my co-worker, network administrator, Brandon McCorkle, uh, was acting very strange. Um, and I 
casually asked him, uh, I'm the only person that was in the meetings, and I casually asked him, um, did you make any changes to the network or firewall? And he admitted, yes, but I didn't want to get in trouble and lose my job because uh, he had two daughters that also go to the Gahanna schools. So uh, if you look at the firewall and request public records from the city of Gahanna, you'll see this incident happen back, back in March 2018. Okay. You can look at, uh, so if you go to the firewalls, I apologize for the disconnection. Um, okay. If you go to the firewall in the city of Gahanna and request public records, uh, the records you can request, the email address is records at gahanna.gov. You can also request records from dci at hallattorneygeneral.gov. B as in boy, C as in cat, I as in India, which is Bureau criminal investigation. You can request public records from them uh, email addresses and uh, you'll find out they're going to deny it or they will delay it or certain public records, they will deny your records, they will uh, omit your records or they will not respond to your public records request. This is a common tactic that they've used in my 12 years in public records and IT law enforcement seeing this. Um, public records is part of the Freedom Information Act uh, in Ohio, we have what's called Ohio Sunshine Law, which is underneath the Ohio Attorney General's office, which was when Ohio Governor DeWine was Ohio Attorney General uh, over a decade ago, and then he's now recently uh, Ohio Ohio Governor. Um, So you can request these records to verify everything I say. Um, but what was happening was Brandon McCorkle connected to the school system or hacked into the school system so that way the police department milestone system can connect to the city of Gahanna schools milestone system and monitor and record everything that's going on. Uh, so that's been going on since March 2018 and as a very concerned parent and citizen, uh, I had a conversation with uh, Governor um Governor Mike DeWine on February 25th, 2020. Uh, I reported him um, and reported issues with him in his office, and I had permission to go to the school. So I went to City of Gahanna School, and I spoke to, um, at first I went to the uh, Clark State Career Academy and spoke to the secretary and asked if I could uh, speak to the special director's Special Education Director. Uh, what I do is I use my um, advocacy for disability education and deaf awareness to enter into these government offices. And as I walk in into these offices uh, in government buildings, bringing uh, deaf awareness or disability awareness, they always invite me in and are receptive to me speaking uh, because it relates to my second part as part while I was working in law enforcement, asking for these things to be in writing for my ADA accommodation. And you go to my website, makeohiogreat or makecybergreat.com. You can also follow me on gab.com, which is social media. And my handle is makecybergreat. Big cyber great. And as you, you'll hear, uh, record, I recorded the meeting. Uh, the result of them not putting task in writing, they started harassing me and the other IT people. And you'll hear when I recorded the meeting, them saying, turn up your effing bell tone, you mother effing deaf guy, you effing idiot. We don't put that in writing. You don't tell anybody. Well, and they were constantly harassing us in the IT department and even threatening us with guns and tasers. Um, I had, so as a result of all that, that the city of Gahanna is trying to um, 
trying to uh, sue me uh, because I, one of the comments they made, it, it, it is illegal to, in the state of Ohio to record install law enforcement uh, meetings without the acknowledgement. But because of my uh, disability being deaf, um, I requested ADA accommodations of them putting things in writing and they used to. And here on my website, they said, um, we don't have to put things in writing. We don't have to do your combination, find your own accommodation. Well, as a deaf uh, person, I decided to record the meeting as part of my accommodation. So uh, I am protected under the federal ADA law, which will supersede the state of Ohio law, where it's illegal to record. I've been waiting for a lawsuit since December 2018, and I still have not had trials or anything because the city of Gahanna is continually denying or I'm sorry, delaying the court process because once I go to court with this information, then everything will be exposed. But I'm letting the public know now because we are now seeing the full effects of what I reported as far back in 2018, 2019 of what's happening in our schools where our government is doing overreach and not listening to the parents and now considering parent domestic terrorism for the exact same things that are brought up 2018-2019. So as a result, um, you can also, so if you're a parent, if you're a parent in a school, three things you should always check for your public records within your school district and your law enforcement is look for anything that has a system called Milestone, which is security artificial facial recognition that's used against parents, students, and teachers inside the schools. Uh, and you can look through these records by looking ask, request, and purchase orders or emails. Um, now, there's several different levels of the milestone system. The different levels that have a milestone system are, you have milestone essentials, milestone express, milestone professional, milestone expert, and milestone corporate. Uh, the only thing that schools and law enforcement would really need would be the professional edition, no more than the professional edition, because they can do all the features. But what they're doing is they're getting milestone corporate. What milestone corporate edition does, it allows you to attach several different uh, video cameras together from different entities or different agencies, and that corporate edition allows you to do that, and there's no reason for them to have that. So. By them having milestone corporate, you'll see what they're trying to do within our um, law enforcement and school, uh, overreaching children privacy laws and citizen privacy laws. So as a result of all this, I, re I went to the city, like I said earlier, I went to the school to talk to them about my disability advocacy program with the permission of Governor DeWine on February 25th, 2020. As I walked into school, I had permission to go across the street and speak to um, the principal and the special education director. When I went across the street to the school, uh, City of Kahana fully knows who I am and fully recognized my vehicle. Uh, when I went across the street, as soon as I was across the street, um, I stepped outside my vehicle. Uh, you can see the video on my website, makecybergreat.com. As soon as I stepped outside, I decided to wait because at this time when I went across the street, all the school buses were coming and picking up, and parents were coming and picking up their children. So I decided to uh, just stand on a truck uh, with my 
disability advocacy program and wait for the draft to clear so that way I can go in the building and speak to these individuals and let them know and ask for public records. While I was waiting, the city of Gahanna lieutenant mopped it and another officer came up and attempted to arrest me for for trespassing and causing disturbance in the school. You can watch the video on my website and you can also request the public records. I will publicly get the uh, um, you can ask the city of Gahanna for a uh, call for service numbers, which is CFS. Call for service number on February 26, 2020. The call for service number is 20-4800. So if you get that record, you can ask for the radio transmission in the video um, that the officers had in the cruiser to verify everything I'm saying. Because they're trying to keep us silent. Now, keep in mind, this is February 26, 2020, when this was happening, before all the coronavirus, that the citizens were never aware. And I would contact the Howell Attorney General Board of Education, and they refused to look into it. Matter of fact, shortly after I contacted the Board of Education, Roy Kohler, who was the president of the Howell Board of Education, resigned. Uh, I have a letter you can, uh, from Howell Board of Education. It dated... October 19, 2020. Uh, the letter said, uh, by me, uh, the letter is uh, subject is student tracking Gahanna schools by police department without school board or parent permission since 2018. Uh, this is, and the email address uh, is lorecore at education.ohio.gov. Uh, you can request this record and the city the State of Ohio Board of Education is fully aware of the students being tracked by law enforcement and even security cameras. Uh, the letter states, this is the same message I shared with you in June. This is outside the jurisdiction of the State of Ohio Board of Education. So basically, the State of Ohio Board of Education don't care what parents say, don't care that the IT staff and city employees and state employees reporting illegal activity violating our citizen and student privacy laws. So as a result of that, um, they tried to arrest me at the school uh, and gave the city of Gahanna and city of Gahanna schools gave me a cease to cease letter and no trespassing letter trying to silence me uh, as an IT system administrator letting the public know what's really going on within our government and law enforcement agencies. So that's something that you should be aware of as a parent to try to make sure uh, that your kids are being safe. What, what do you think, in your opinion, they're doing with this milestone system? Um, and do you think that they're handing off this security footage to a third party? I can only speak for what I know. Um, but what I can testify to is that they are recording. And I can testify, which leads to the second, that they have artificial intelligence. They can track you through your social media, uh, putting square boxes around your face. Um, it, 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 it's similar to what um, the, the social credit system, I believe, is what people are talking about. I'm not too familiar with that. Uh, but it has the ability to category people and category things. Uh, it can tell whether you have mask on, don't have mask on, whether you're six feet apart. Is that, uh, so it's a very... I believe, I believe there's more to it. Um, I don't want to say anything publicly because they're not providing any public records that are requested. 
Um, I have my own assumption as to I'm not comfortable publicly saying anything because, again, I've been waiting two years for the public records. Um, but my speculation, if they're using it against us uh, for whatever reasons that law enforcement and schools choose to do, it, it, I don't think it's in the best interest for the kids to do this uh, because if they were truly for us and they would be transparent what they're doing. They would have policy. The school board would let the parents know what's happening, that law enforcement has the ability to do this. Matter of fact, right after this incident happened, uh, the school resource officer, who was African-American, Marvin Hickson, retired. Um, and I had a conversation with him prior to him retiring, and it was um, it's very appalling. Uh, it's very uh, concerning because Every cop knows this. They're just scared to speak out of what's really going on inside the law enforcement. They have a, they, they have to follow command no matter what, no matter what, whether they agree with it or not, which caused a lot of morality issues with seeing law, law enforcement, uh, and resigning. And I even had, uh, I've even seen them commit suicide because they want to tell people, they want to, they want people to be seen. But they can't say anything because they'll lose their fifty, sixty, seventy dollar job. Matter of fact, I lost my forty dollar dollar an hour job for reporting the truth, trying to protect my children, protect your children, protect the children to come. And we are living in a society where no one speaks up, and if you do speak up, you are criticized or you're terminated um, instead of following what the U.S. Constitution states that we should have freedom and following our existing laws. Um, and that existing law would be the citizen privacy laws and the privacy laws that we're all our patients don't care. And for, for whatever reason, the Attorney General uh, does not care. Um, matter of fact, even as a state employee, I would uh, I was not allowed to enter the Howell Attorney General or um, Governor DeWine's office. Uh, this would be Rose Tower and Life Tower in Columbus, Ohio. So let's just speak volumes. Why, the, why they're silencing the IT people? Why? Matter of fact, the Howard Department of Public Safety, there's 40 of us on the third floor at the Howard Department of Public Safety, 40 IT people. Uh, within the last last few weeks, um, over I believe over 25 of us have quit or resigned. Um, so that's just speak volume of what's going on within our law enforcement and IT systems. Um, a lot of records are being manipulated, deleted, a lot of cyber issues going on. That's caused a lot of concerns, and we're told, being told to be quiet, shut up, don't say nothing, don't document these things. So it's bringing a lot of concerns just overall within our IT system, then we need more accountability and we need more people to speak up. So if you are a law enforcement that's listening to this or a former IT person that works for government, please speak up because we need more people to speak up to bring the truth of what's really going on within our uh, cybersecurity and within violations of our, of our laws that we have. I was terminated from city of Gahanna. Um, reporting the violations of law, FBI criminal justice laws. Um, the other thing that was happening, um, one, there was deletion of records, deletion of emails, deletion of election data. Um, there was also, yeah, they were deleting, uh, 
public records, deleting, they're asking us to delete public records, delete phone logs, emails, uh, law enforcement, those drug and drug trafficking photos, um, Ohio election data. And I kept, I reported all this prior to me being terminated from the city of Gahanna in August 6, 2019. Uh, so I reported these issues and six days prior to me being terminated from, along with uh, disability harassment, turn up your effing bell tones, your effing deaf guy. And if you go to the how, if you go to my website, makeahowgreat.com or makecybergreat.com, you'll see my meeting with the Ohio Attorney General. EEOC, which is Equal Opportunity, I'm sorry, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. The Howell Attorney General's Office is in charge of the EEOC, uh, which, which enforces the ADA law in the state of Ohio. Uh, the Howell Attorney General, you'll see my meeting with the Howell Attorney General. They did not provide me an ASL interpreter I requested. Even though they knew the meeting was on, uh, disability death discrimination and lack of accommodation. So again, they can't do their own laws. Um, but you'll see in the meeting with the Hall Attorney General EEOC, uh, they didn't provide me an interpreter. And you'll also see in the meeting that the language, turn up your effing bell tone, your mother effing deaf guy, you effing idiot, is acceptable language within the law enforcement staff meetings uh, that they were directed towards me. And there's many other things that happened uh, in this meeting. And the Hall Attorney General Commissioner Brad Dunn state that the language is acceptable and many of the committee members also stated that it wasn't acceptable and they still deem that the language is acceptable and also during this uh, meeting uh, Joel King Joel King is a resident of the city of Gahanna he used to be the police chaplain for the city of Gahanna uh, he quit he quit being the police chaplain for obvious reasons that I'm stating um, but he was in the meeting present in the meeting with the Hall Attorney General during my hearing. And, um, while he was there, he, uh, him and his nephew were there and said, this is government protecting government. And Joel King is, uh, I can't remember if he's cousin or nephew of Martin Luther King. Um, so this should speak the volume that we have a civil rights leader family member in these meetings and also a state and government protecting government and he was the police chaplain for city of Gehenna and fully aware of the corruption and the vulgarity inside the city of Gehenna police department and the attorney general state that the language is acceptable and it did not violate my ADA combinations asking for things to be in writing such as them asking me to delete these videos, phone logs, emails, um, and as you speak volume, what the House Attorney General is covering it and uh, how our government's covering it up in, in the state of Ohio and it violates the FBI criminal justice law, um, which brings my second point into this thing. Six days before I was terminated, August 6, 2019, um, many of you may or may not know Plex. Plex is a uh, torrent bit. Um, is a piracy, to download piracy movies and music. Uh, my co-worker, uh, in 2017, he was African American, his name is Alice Whitten. Uh, he had, um, downloaded, uh, piracy movies and music in 2017. And, uh, while they, he, while he did that, they, uh, 
He did not have access to the law enforcement system. He only had access to city hall system. Um, the IT director uh, did investigation. Uh, they filed a police report on him. Uh, I can give you the police report number for verification. The police report number is police report number for Dallas Witten, who was terminated uh, for downloading piracy movie music. That was not on the law enforcement system. That was not on the FBI criminal justice system. That did not have access to any law enforcement database. It's 17GAH-19515. So they did an investigation. They terminated him in 2017, which is okay because it's against city policy. Well, the IT director, July 29, 2019, IT director slash mayor, Tom Neal. He's white. Did the exact same thing that Dallas did in 2017. You can verify the looking at public records, uh, Plex, P L E X, dated July 29, 2019. He did the exact same thing that Dallas did in 2017. He spoke, but the only difference is Dallas has uh, databases, uh, CCW permit information, the taxpayers, W 2 information, and all that. Uh, the IT director, Mayor Tom Leland, did. He had access not only to the law enforcement databases, the law enforcement databases were unsecured. So he had access to W-2 information databases. He had access to CCW databases. I'm sorry, CCW information, law enforcement personal information, and every uh, city of Gehanna uh, taxpayer's information. And by him uh, downloading these illegal piracy movies and movies using collect on July, July 29th, that was reported on July 29th, 2019. Uh, by him downloading that, he opened the firewall and allowed foreign entities come through our firewall, come through the law enforcement network, go through the lead and have access to the lead network and lead information uh, to get the information, all the WT information, all the databases, all the um Pretty much everything on the on network that was unsecured. Um, and by him being the IT director, he had administrative access to everything. And he exposed foreign entity through our network to access information. I was terminated six days later after this was reported on August 6, 2019. I reported again this to the Ohio Attorney General and FBI and Department of Justice. No investigation done. The city of Gahanna didn't do an investigation. So, like, I didn't know. He exposed um, every Ohio, Ohio law enforcement, Ohio taxpayer information through this network. And by exposing this, here we are, 2021. We heard in September, in September 2021, when I was fired from Ohio Department of Public Safety, that uh, Ohio State of Ohio auditor uh, announced uh, five billion dollars was lost in Ohio unemployment fund. And if you track. Again, the city of Gehanna will not release the IP address. The IP address will identify the origination and target of the devices. Again, I cannot publicly release that information because the city of Gehanna is not releasing it. But you can request the information, but they're going to deny it or they won't respond to you. Uh, and that's looking for a public records request uh, July 29, 2019. The email address to request the public record is records at Gehanna.gov. So here we are. We have these corruption, we have these violations of these laws, and we are now facing the consequences of $5 billion um, 
$5 billion uh, unemployment fraud, or now facing consequences for school, not listening to the parents, calling them domestic tariffs, and all these things going on right now. So, and the other thing is the mayor and IT director, uh, he was a former AT&T worker. Uh, by him uh, working at AT&T, um, he changed the phone, phone systems, and by changing the phone system, uh, it was, it was, um, you also see public records of phone calls, phone, phone recordings not being recorded on our 911 radio traffic and law enforcement. And you got to ask us, why are they changing the phone system? Why are they changing the finance system? Why are they changing the security camera system? Because they're trying to hide something within our government. And I all the records. I can see what they're hiding, but I publicly can't announce it because they're not releasing public records. And I have to wait for court to publicly announce everything that's going on. So the other thing that brings to is uh, child trafficking. Ohio is the uh, fourth largest uh, in child trafficking in the United States of America. Back in 2015, when I worked for the city of Grove City, uh, city of Grove City, again, as I stated earlier, the Ohio Attorney General's organized crime unit is located in the city of Grove City. Uh, I was involved in setting up the phone system uh, for city of Grove City and the Ohio Attorney General's um, organized crime unit is on the same phone network. Uh, we created an anonymous tip line. Uh, the anonymous tip line is not anonymous. Um, you can see the call ID clearly, clear as day when that tip line comes through. Uh, I was told to be quiet, don't tell anybody back in 2014 when I set the system up. Uh, but in 2015, uh, I take that back, December 8, 2021, uh, Ben Mutane was arrested at Norton Middle School, which is here in Grove City, Ohio. He was arrested for having a sexual relationship with a 14-year-old girl. Uh, ben Retain is 41 years old. And uh, you may ask how I know so much about him. Well, in 2015, while I was working for the city of Grove City, uh, Ben Retain uh, came into the city of Grove City uh, Police Department. And um, there was a trafficking-involved incident. Uh, I can't go into it because they're not releasing public records. There was a trafficking-involved incident that I saw with my own eyes uh, inside the 911 dispatch room while the officers were there. And they covered it up. Uh, the video of him uh, coming through the hallway was deleted. Um, he was wearing a black sh shirt, white lettering, and he had a tattoo on his right arm. Um, that's all I can say at this time. But the lieutenant uh, in charge of that investigation was Lieutenant uh, Jeff Lawless. Um, so what was happening, Lieutenant Jeff Lawless, then routine, uh, it's the suspect in 2015, uh, Lieutenant Lawless, uh, secretary is Lloyd Routine, which is his mother. Now, Lieutenant Lawless not only worked for Grove City, he's also a part of, uh, so Lieutenant Lawless and Lloyd Routine uh, who is uh, his receptionist, I'm sorry, his secretary, uh, are under Grove City Support Services, which is underneath SOB, which is Special Operations Bureau, which does drug and child trafficking for the Howard Attorney General's Organized Crime Unit. So this was fully aware in 2015 of Lieutenant Lawless was supposed to investigate this, did not investigate this. Also, to make it even better, more suspicious, Ben Routine's wife, 
Grove City receptionist at the time also. So we had Grove City receptionist Tasha retain his wife, Lori retain who is Lieutenant Wallace's uh, secretary or assistant, part of the SOB unit, which is the Hall Organized Crime Unit. No investigation happened. The video of him walked away, and shortly after this incident happened in 2015, the Grove City Police Chief, Jeff Pearson, transferred to Hilliard, and after this incident, um, Lieutenant Lawless transferred to City of Gahanna. And now, while I was working for City of Gahanna, he transferred to City of Gahanna and Deputy Chief of City of Gahanna. So he's working in City of Gahanna, and City of Gahanna, many of you uh, may or may not know, um, is located right next to the Columbus International Airport. So he he's working for City of Gahanna. He gets the job at City of Gahanna. I get terminated months after he gets the police chief job at City of Gahanna because he knows what I know. And after they terminate me, they look Tasha Routine, uh, which had been Routine White in 2015, was working in Grove City. After this incident in 2015, Tasha Routine became Franklin County Prosecutor's Criminal Division Office and worked for Franklin County Prosecutor's Criminal Division Office. And then in 2019, when the Lawless uh, transferred to City of Gahanna became chief of City of Gahanna, Tasha Routine was then offered a job within City of Gahanna uh, working for Lieutenant Lawless. So there's a lot of things going on. And then here we are, this is in 2019. Here we are, December 8, 2021. Somebody spoke to the 14-year-old girl and said, speak up. And this 14-year-old girl spoke to the Franklin County Sheriff's Office. Uh, somebody in Franklin County Sheriff's Office didn't get the memo from Grove City or Hilliard law enforcement and arrested him. So, as I stated earlier, Ohio is the fourth largest trafficking unit in fourth largest trafficking in the state of Ohio. Uh, you can see my video speaking to uh, speaking to um, the education Senate community. Uh, you can see my video where I'm speaking to them. And while I was speaking and telling the same story I'm now, they, uh, the Sergeant Arms came in, grabbed me, and silenced me and escorted me out of the office. And you can see my video on my website. And you have to ask yourself, why are they silencing people? Well, by the state earlier, City of Gahanna is part of the Howe Organized Crime Unit along the city of Grove City. And the city of Gahanna is located one mile uh, east of uh, Columbus International Airport. Five miles uh, west of Gahanna is New Albany. Well, yes, New Albany, we had $20 billion Intel uh, processing being built last week. Uh, but also in New Albany is uh, Victoria's Secret Headquarters. Uh, Victoria's Secret Headquarters um, is uh, the CEO of Victoria's Secret is Lex Wessner. And if you look at Lex Wessner, he's worth $10 billion. He's a rich man in Ohio. And uh, he had uh, business ties with Jeffrey Epstein. So if you, um, and if you look at City of Gahanna's public records, you, know, you can verify with public records that uh, officers are bodyguards for Victoria's Secret CEO, the main team. So as I stated earlier, they're asking me to delete drug and trafficking photos in the City of Gahanna systems. Uh, I can only announce, I can only provide public records. You can verify all this by going to the records at gahanna.gov. 
while I was working at City of Gahanna, and I saw the uh, incidents happen, and I also saw that the drug evidence files were getting corrupted or locked up within the system, and I was uh, reprimanded um, by the HR director and IT director for documenting the lockups of the systems. Uh, and if you go on our website, makecybergreat.com or makeahawgreat.com, you can see more. You can see more detailed evidence of what I'm explaining, how the records got locked up, and all that. But um, going back to the trial trafficking, and also that I wanted to do it because the school principal uh, and how board of education assistant director. Um, Ohio Attorney General, Ohio School Officials, Grove City and Gahanna Police Department protect trafficking customers and not the children or victims because we know that how because we know that trafficking is a $150 billion industry. And as I stated before, Jeffrey F. Science House, uh, Victoria's Secret Headquarters, CEO Lex Wexner are all uh, right next to the Columbus International Airport, which is where the city of Gahanna is located. Uh, on a side note, City of Gehenna, or Gehenna. Uh, Gehenna in Hebrew means uh, the gateway to hell, which I find is ironic. <laughs> As I stated earlier, uh, you can do the research on City of Gehenna. There's been a lot of corruption in the City of Gehenna, um, but the media won't touch it because I believe there's big uh, influences. I won't mention who, um, but I can speculate who's influencing people to be quiet uh, in that area with the City of Gehenna. So they also make it even more uh, unusual. In routine, in 2015, the guy that I told you that came in for a trafficking, that was in a trafficking-involved incident in 2015, no investigation happened. Tenant Lawless did not do an investigation, and I was there, and several of us IT witnessed this uh, incident happening, and we were told to shut up, be quiet, and leave the room. But at the same time, he was Teacher of the Year Award for the Southwestern School District. Um, okay, the same day, the same day that I went to um, the State House to speak, you can see it on OhioChannel.gov, uh, December 14th, underneath the Education Committee meeting, where the um, Sergeant Arms uh, grabbed my arm and pulled me out of the meeting while I was publicly speaking, and I had the floor to speak. Uh, so I, you can see my video there speaking to the education, uh, the education, um, majority leader, uh, I think we call him, uh, Andrew Brenner, uh, verbally, uh, said in the meeting, and you can see in the video, speak with me after the meeting to discuss, um, this be this ongoing issue that's happening in our schools regarding security cameras and deletion of records and uh, child trafficking and what the schools are, how the Department of Education is doing covering up the child trafficking. Uh, I still have not uh, I've met with his office several times the past several, the past weeks, and they emailed me. They said they would meet me in a half hour before the meeting. They canceled the meeting. So I still have not met with uh, Andrew Brenner. So you have to ask yourself, but that same day I spoke on December 14, 2021, where they escorted me out of the Senate uh, while I was publicly speaking as a private citizen. Uh, after I went there, I went to um, the House Attorney General's office as I usually do. Again, they wouldn't allow me in the building. I went to Governor DeWine's office, and they wouldn't allow me in the building. 
um, I've been on a, a watch list since January uh, 2020. I've never been given any official notification or any official documentation why I'm on a watch list or I don't understand. They could, they, they could never explain anything in writing. Um, but that same day when I was uh, denied interest to meet with my house opener at the state house and I was denied interest to meet with the college inspector general, the college attorney general, and Governor DeWine's office, uh, I was denied interest. Um, so I went down to 37 West Broad Street, which is right next to uh, the Ohio Attorney General and Ohio Governor's Office. And inside of 37 West Broad Street, Huntington Plaza is uh, a non-profit, um, a non-profit anti-human trafficking group called PCSAO, which is Public Children Safety Association Organization. Uh, that conveniently is located right next to the Howard Board of Education. Again, keep in mind, this building is a non-profit organization, has nothing to do with the state, is not involved with the state in any way, shape, or form. I've never been to that building. I've never been. Uh, I've always been to the state house, the Ohio Attorney General's office, Inspector General's office, and Governor Lyon's office. Never been in this building before. And I walked in the building and asked if I can go to Suite 1100, where this organization is located. And the security guard said, you're not allowed in the building. I'm sorry, the security guard asked for my name. I said my name, Brian Weaver. And all of a sudden, he gets on his radio, starts saying, code blue, code blue. And a supervisor comes running down. And they ask for my ID. And I said to my ID, I say, here, my name is Brian Weaver. He said, you're not allowed in the building. And I said, why not? Well, we got a note saying you're not allowed in the building. I said, where? Well, they showed me the note, and you can see it on my uh, Gab account, gab.com, um, my handle, make cyber break. You can see the picture of the note, security guard, and video, and everything. And the note said, Brian Weaver is not allowed in the building, announced code blue. But they spelled my last name W-E-E-V-E-R, instead of W-E-A-V-E-R. So I told the security guard that's not my last name. And they couldn't give me an explanation, and I chose... Uh, I, I repeatedly asked him and recorded the video of them not allowing me in the building. So I walked out of the building, took pictures, and um, you'll, you'll, so there's something going on in the state of Ohio, Board of Education, the Ohio Attorney General's Office, the Inspector General's Office, and the State House covering something major here in the state of Ohio. When I went to an anti-nonprofit, anti-trafficking group that had nothing to do with the state and not allowed in the building when I'd never been there before. So I'm not understanding. And again, it's December 4th, 2021. So I, I would highly encourage you, if you're a parent, to act, speak up in your school board meeting, ask for these public records regarding security cameras, monitoring, inspiring on your children, teachers, uh, without any uh, written documentation of policy, and ask if law enforcement or any other government agency are hacked or connected to your security camera system uh, without any acknowledgement, and also to bring accountability to school boards and our government leaders to crack uh, down child trafficking and ask why is there not being more effort and why are people like me in the IT department, like I stated earlier, in the Ohio Department of Public Safety, is Homeland Security, the anti-trafficking group, Ohio Narcotics, why uh, why 25 out of 40 of us have quit in the past several weeks? 
that because there's something going on within our uh, government that I can't announce publicly because they're not releasing public records. To make it even um, more, you can also ask the public records also. Uh, the Hobson Public Safety email address is um, adcentralrecords at um, dps.ohsp.gov, and you can request public records from them. Um, while I was at the State of Ohio uh, Public Safety, as I stated earlier, 25 out of 40 of us have resigned. I'm sure more has. Uh, they're not really some public records. I've asked the public records a list of people that resigned were transferred out of the Hall Department of Public Safety ID Department, and they're not provided the records. They're not providing numerous public records I've requested. But I, I really don't need them. Um, so um, during this time when a lot of people were uh, quitting and resigning from the Hall Department of Public Safety, which is Department of Homeland Security, Narcotics, and Home human trafficking unit. Um, there's a lot of documented cybersecurity issues, a lot of uh, law enforcement and narcotic laptops and records were missing or deleted. And again, you can request public records. Um, all how to put in public IT management are required to attend trust and integrity workshop the next six months due to ongoing data and management misconduct and how to put in HR is not releasing the IT department survey results from the February 2021 meeting. Uh, that survey from my assumption was very poor based on me working in IT. Everyone knows the culture and environment there was very um, dysfunctional, asking us to require it, not document nothing. If you had on the desire to secure the breach, um, I stated earlier, City of Gahanna Mayor uh, breached uh, the BMV data and such as that. Um, he breached all that, and the Hall Department of Education, Hall Department of Public Safety, fully aware of that uh, of the breach and the FBI violation. They chose not to investigate it, and um, here we are. Uh, matter the Hall the Hall Attorney General requested the Hall Department of Public Safety and City of Columbus to investigate um, the $5 billion lost from the Hall unemployment. Uh, again, they're not pu providing public records on that, and they're, they're trying to silence the IT people how we lost $5 billion of the Hall unemployment fund. And if you do the connections and the emails as far back as 2019, or sorry, 2018 had documented of cybersecurity issues happening with our, our network and government. And you watch my videos at makecyberbait.com. You'll hear um, law enforcement and government officials demanding to shut up, be quiet, you have an deaf guy, you have an idiot, don't tell anybody, we'll have the cops knocking on your door, and several other threats. As a matter of fact, three of us in the IT department have been threatened with government tasers during these incidents. To, to remain quiet and not say anything, um, which will, will be revealed in my lawsuit in court. Um, but the Hall Attorney General will not investigate any of this. And um, I'm sorry, there's a lot going on. I, I can't get together in a nice format. Is, is there any questions you had, Sean, that can maybe bring more ideas? That's, that's more than enough. I mean, you said more than enough. It's absolutely incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And again, if this is happening in Ohio, there's no way that it's not happening everywhere. We're talking about 
potentially an entire State Department of Education engaging in the surveillance of children for the purpose of child trafficking? One more thing you put my to attention. Um, Dallas, Texas, um, in April 2020, uh, they deleted 40 terabytes of data. Uh, they were aware of this in April 2020. Uh, the administration was fully aware of it. Uh, again, any incident like this should be reported to the FBI Department of Justice. And then, ironically, June 2020, uh, a suspect was going to trial, and they noticed that the evidence was missing. Well, they did trace back, and they were in that 40 terabyte. And then the administration, the city administration, law enforcement administration, then all of a sudden admitted, yeah, we lost 40 terabytes of data, but we blah, 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 blah. They were covering up. Basically, they knew about it, but didn't do nothing about it, didn't report nothing about it. Well, the same incident happened. This is April 2020 with Dallas, Dallas PD Department. So, the city of Guyana, I can testify the same thing happened here. 140 terabytes of data um, were unsecured. Um, I forgot to bring this part up, too. Um, the mayor of city of Guyana, IT director and mayor, um, Again, they were former AT&T workers. They switched phone companies, uh, I believe, pay-to-play activities uh, because the phone company FutureCom, okay, FutureCom is um, is a new phone company here in the state of Ohio. FutureCom is open, was the CEO of FutureCom is a former AT&T worker that worked with uh, the IT director and mayor of the city of Gahanna, Tom Nealon. Um, he started his own company. And City of Guyana switched to um, FutureCom. And by switching to FutureCom, you can look at the address. Uh, the address of FutureCom, the address of FutureCom is 474 Whitley Drive, Suite 100, Columbus, Ohio, 43230. It's located in the City of Guyana. But if you Google that address or happen to drive that area, it appears to be the address saying Suite 100 appeared to be like a business, right? No, this is operating in the guy's basement in a residential house in the city of Tehama, FutureCom. And this is the same phone company that's being used in our schools and in our local government system, which is a violation of FBI criminal justice law because they have to meet certain, uh, any law enforcement uh, phone calls or data have to be uh, secured and have to meet certain criteria for security, which is why we're having all these cyber security issues because our politicians are creating or picking the cheapest or their friends or buddies IT services which does not meet the FBI criminal justice law. And by picking these people to get, in my opinion, pay-to-play activities, um, well, there is records, uh, City of Gahanna, where a uh, phone company would contribute money to non-profit organization. Uh, the IT director's non-profit organization is Nankin, and the mayor's IT, uh, the mayor's non-profit organization is Make Gahanna Yours. And there is public records stating that the phone company would contribute money to their non-profit organization in the sun. Uh, again, how ethics will not investigate any of this. Uh, they say it's outside their jurisdiction. Um, but again, all law enforcement phone calls data must be uh, 
must be uh, FBI criminal justice certified, and these vendors that the government and law enforcement agencies are reflecting are not FBI criminal justice certified. This brings me to my second point with uh, the main IT director. Um, we switched to a back, like I said, they kept switching finance system, email system, and not notifying us in the IT department. By switching these IT vendors without notifying us in the IT department, it caused uh, phones not to work, phone recordings not to work, um, loss of data, various things I can't mention right now because they're not providing public records. Um, but it caused a lot of uh, cyber security issues. Um, so these phone, uh, phone uh, information and law enforcement are not um, following FBI criminal justice law, which is operating in the guy's house. Um, and the city of Gahanna state that the phone laws are not are not available. They, they don't have phone logs, which is a direct lie because I'm the IT system administrator and I can see the phone logs. Um, and number two, we all know that when you swipe doors in a business, it logs who swiped it in, what time they swiped it in, what door they swiped it in. Uh, I did public records request. Uh, now, my public records request are anonymous. They don't know it's me. Yeah. Again, I'm the IT guy, and I can see what's being deleted, what's being covered up, and this is what, this is how I'm able to discover these things. Um, so as I'm making these public records requests, the city of Indiana states they do not keep door access log records. Okay, if that's true, then you just violated the FBI criminal justice law. So the FBI criminal justice law state that all records must be kept in law enforcement, who accessed the drug evidence room, who accessed the dispatcher's room, the 911 dispatcher's room, who accessed certain areas of the building. And there have to be long who accessed it, even the swipes. Again, I can see the public, I can see the outdoor access long in the city of Johannes, State don't keep those logs, which is again violate against their own laws. So what I can tell you, I can probably tell you this because, um, so the reason, like I said, City of Gahanna is one mile west of, I'm sorry, you know, one mile east of Columbus International Airport. Uh, we all know the airport is the central hub where trafficking comes through. Um, what I noticed while I was working for City of Gahanna is that the bunch were in the, in the weight room. The weight room was accessible for all city employees. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, and then I also noticed that drug evidence uh, files and photos. I've been asked to delete drug uh, drug trafficking photos um, verbally, and I requested it in writing, and they have refused it in writing. Uh, this was early on during my career, and I um, I did delete the records. Think these photos and records were. In the range of six to nine thousand, I can't remember at the time. I have to look at my notes. Um, six to nine thousand photos is what uh, would be deleted. Um, again, they were not put in writing, and um, so during my time there, I started started connecting the dots. Um, if you watched the movie, I said earlier, FBI Sue Thomas, me as a deaf person, uh, I can uh, read people's lips. I can read people's body language. I can look at a security camera and tell you what you're saying. Uh, so you can probably speculate. I 
I have a lot of inside knowledge that most people aren't aware by meeting lips, uh, you'll see by watching that movie, FBI Sue, Sue Thomas. And ironically, FBI Sue Thomas, she's a good family, family friend of mine. Uh, my grandpa and her are real great friends. Um, and she lived in Youngstown, she lived in Youngstown, Ohio. And my grandpa and her grew up together. So, um, it's a good movie to watch to get an understanding of the death culture and how I'm able to, I would call myself FBI Sue Thomas too. I mean, it's the same thing, the same story she shared. It's the same thing I went through where we can read people's lips. Uh, and being a person that death with a disability, uh, unfortunately, we are very, um, we're looked down upon. We have a disability. And they think that we're deaf and dumb, the common word being used, deaf blind and dumb. Because they've already got that biased opinion that we're stupid. And I'm walking by, and I can see the conversation with police chiefs and various officials. I don't worry about it. The mother effing deaf guy can't hear us. Yeah, I can read your lip, and I may or may not be recording also. <laughs> Which, in the state of Ohio, is illegal to record, but... Again, I asked for accommodations, and they used my federal ADA accommodations. So uh, I did record the meetings um, and conversations at law enforcement because I noticed there was severe corruption going inside a law enforcement working 12 years. Now, I want to take note that I, I support law enforcement 100%. You know, I have family and friends in law enforcement. I, I support them. I feel sorry for them. Because a lot of them, in my opinion, are cowards, not willing to speak up. That their job is more important than children's lives, more important than... Um, but for whatever reason, they know what's happening. They don't speak up because of fear of retaliation, such as myself. And I've also, um, like I said, I have many friends and so I support it. Uh, many officers are great. They follow the law. Uh, we're just being placed in very compromising situation that um, many officers won't speak about because of fear of losing their job. But the, the, the big thing for me was there's a missing kid in the uh, city of Gahanna. And if you watch my videos at makecybergreat.com or makeohiogreat.com, you'll hear them harassing me, documenting, um, don't document why the 911 system went down when they're the missing kid. They couldn't send out a uh, mass alert because the system went down. And again, I was told not to document. And that was kind of like my tipping point. I'm like, I, I'm done. I'm done covering up. When we're affecting people's lives that can't speak, kid children that aren't, that have, that can't speak. And then it turned into, um, affecting uh, people with disabilities, anyone that's different, discrimination, whether it's your race, your your gender, anyone that was different than them, they started discriminating. And that was really my tipping point when I really started documenting everything, started really starting to connect the dots, why they want me to leave the records verbally instead of in writing, which will be presented in the corporate law. Um, why they why they started switching vendors, phone vendors, email vendors, finance systems. Uh, they didn't want to, they didn't want the left hand to see the right hand. So they, 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 sent, they really had two books. Uh, they had, matter of fact, see again, had two security camera systems, Geo Vision 
and milestone. Why do you need two different security systems? Same with the phone systems. They had two phone systems, Mitel and Futurecom. Why do you need two different phone systems? Finance systems, same thing. So from 2018 to 2019, they just started switching all these systems without letting us in the IT department know, which caused a lot of red flags because all these systems started breaking and my coworkers and I, network manager, we didn't know why. And we're asking the IT director, did you make any changes? Oh yeah, we switched companies. Why didn't you tell us? You don't worry about it, just do your job. Well, why didn't we have a meeting to discuss this? Well, started looking in the email and public records, uh, it's because of, in my opinion, pay to play activity that the state of Ohio investigate. Um, Let's bring the second point. Uh, the uh, Helo Tech. Helo Tech is a local uh, IT company. They are the biggest sponsor of Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, the IT director and mayor um, had friends inside of them. There are no people inside of them. And again, they switched backups to a Helo Tech. So we all know that cloud is where you store backup data. By law, our clouds, our backups must be encrypted. Number two, uh, they must be stored on United States servers, uh, cloud servers, which means cloud servers that are certified in the United States only. And they are uh, certified by FBI criminal justice. The Helotech, um, again, they switch vendor, didn't notify us, I'm setting this up. And I'm asking question A. You didn't let us know that is this cloud provider criminal justice certified or FBI criminal justice certified. Well, we'll look into it. I said, well, can you show me the contract? They wouldn't show me any contract. They wouldn't show me any information. Me and my coworkers and I for any information, but we're supposed to set this up without knowing this stuff. Well, that's what I'm talking about, 140 terabytes of data. So my coworker and I started noticing that the database were unencrypted, being stored on cloud services, servers that are not FBI criminal justice certified. So that means these the database is unsecured with our W2 information, with our law enforcement information, with our BMV driver's license information, are stored anywhere in the world, wherever the cheapest cloud servers are, and they're usually not United States servers. Again, the city of Tehana will not release the IP address, and the IP address will identify the origination in target countries. Now, Helotech, again, um, so once I kept raising these concerns with the IT director, um, he switched from a Hel he finally announced when, when I said use a Helotech, and Ironically, during the same time while we were doing a Hilo Tech, he, he started wearing blue jacket jackets, blue jackets, uh, hockey sweaters and stuff. Not stating anything, but I'm just making an observation what he's wearing. Um, I've been asked to attend blue jacket game by Hilo Tech, and I refuse because I'm a man of honor, integrity, and faith, and I'm fully aware of the Ohio ethics law, and I respectfully decline to attend these hockey games. Um, that's how I'm looking at that. Again, the Ohio Attorney General and the Ohio Ethic will not investigate any of this. Um, so by switching the Ohio, they switched, when I finally, they finally, uh, IT director finally said, we're going to switch vendors. But couldn't get any reason why. I believe 
is because the FBI criminal justice were all being violated. Klaus providers were not on United States servers and the databases were unencrypted. They switched uh, vendors July and that's about the same time I was uh, terminated. Uh, I placed on paid administrative leave and terminated for bringing up the issues and filing complaint with um, OSHA, how ethics and how attorney general's office of the numerous uh, violations of FBI criminal justice law. Um, so by the mayor switching all the, the IT directors switching all the companies, uh, there was a lot of misconduct going on. Uh, also in 2018, I filed my harassment complaint when the law enforcement refused to um, Thing the writing from the accommodation started harassing my disability, saying, Your mother effing deaf guy, you effing idiot. This was in December 2018. In November 2018, uh, Mayor Tom Nealon announced he's rerunning for mayor. And he's had petitions signed up, and everyone signed his petition. I made this uh, claim in December 6, 2018. Uh, ironically, a few weeks after that, the mayor announced he decided not to rerun for election and withdraw his petition um, along, he withdrew his petition and said he wants to spend more time with family. Well, this, ironically, during the same time this happened, we've had over 30 people in the administration, 30 people uh, resigned or quit in 2018-2019. We had the mayor, city attorney, city council president, the whole public relations staff, chief assistant, lieutenant, lieutenant, and all I can think of at this time, but pretty much everyone resigned because they know what's coming um, and they know what's being exposed. Um, so that should speak volumes why all these people quitting right after I filed this complaint um, of what they've been covering up. And the city attorney, Tom Weber, I've been the same attorney for the past 30 years, so he's fully aware of the corruption and the dysfunction within law enforcement in Um And he he admitted uh, during my hearing that there was that he's aware of the dysfunctional culture. Um, so there's a lot of things going on, a lot of things going on, and there's major things being covered up. Uh, I, I believe. They do a lot of distraction, so that way you can't see what's going on. We don't, we keep, that's what the enemy does. The enemy always wants to confuse you so you don't know what's going on. I mean, that's why they send a circus out in a, a carnival. So that's why they send a clown out in the circus. It's so when someone screws up or they're changing the prop, the clown is to distract from what's really going on. And that's what's happening in our government. And I think we're seeing it on a national level now with Russia and Ukraine. COVID, you name it. I mean, it's a mess right now. And I believe when all is revealed here in the new future, um, we're going to see what's really going on. And I believe all the distraction is just simply a clown distracting us. Uh, going back to the mayor, so Franklin County Board of Elections, you heard that Franklin County Board of Elections here, which is in Columbus, Ohio, uh, was placed on administrative review. Um, and uh, the private citizen that requested um, public records um, from Franklin County Board of Elections on the mayor, city attorney, and city president. And they 
Jackson County states we never got any petitions, we never got any withdrawal letters. I named and I copied letters. So if they're corrupting even in the local level, state legal have the records, I have to agree that the whole election system is corrupted. Um, and I think there needs to be an over, overhaul and accountability within our election system. Um, now I can only speak in a local election. I can't speak in a presidential election, but I can speak uh, that the Franklin County State these petitions don't exist uh, for these individuals uh, that I announced and I named and I copied of them. And number two, uh, this IT director, uh, there was an issue, there was a tax levy, uh, I can't remember what the number was, there was a tax levy in 2019. Uh, the IT director, uh, again, um, created a rule to delete email records regarding um, the election. Um, we noticed, uh, my coworker and I noticed that emails were being deleted, and I asked the IT director, did you make any changes? Not in making changes. I said, well, we should probably investigate it because it's got your name attached to it. So someone might have hacked into the system and... Uh, Use your ID to create rules to delete. Well, I, I didn't make, and he, he finally admits uh, in the meeting, uh, I didn't make any changes. The vendor made changes. I said, that's not what I did. The vendor said, we no longer have your contract. And the vendor at that time was HMD. Again, he switched the vendor, email vendor, to another vendor called Affiliated Group. Uh, again, the man, IT director, worked for this vendor, affiliated group, and Applied Innovations, and at and They've all worked in these vendors together. So by him switching the email vendor, didn't notify anyone in the IT department, the election emails were deleted from the system without our knowledge. Also, during the same time, the IT director um, disabled security cameras and law enforcement. Uh, no one in the IT department was aware that these cameras were disabled. Um, this particular incident that I'm referring to, if you go to my website, makecybergreat.com, uh, one of the issues, there were several um, issues that's causing the loss of law enforcement records. I believe they were intentional. One, uh, they would test the generator um, that powered up law enforcement and Instead of the testing, instead of announcing everyone in the law enforcement office in the law, in the law instead of announcing everyone a page and everyone in the building, hey, we're doing a generator testing, save your work, shut down your computer, because when they do this generator testing, they shut the power off the building and then they fire the generator up and then they turn, and then they verify the generators working. And then they turn the power off the building and turn the power back on to the generator. And every time they do this, it locks the 911 system, it locks the radio system, it flies the copiers, it loses numerous police and drug evidence report. And I repeatedly asked them, can we put a policy or procedure in place when you do this testing to page everyone, or can we schedule this testing so that everyone's aware of what's going on because every time you do this, you're causing all these issues in law enforcement, our equipment breaking, our data being corrupted, our database being corrupted. And I was told, you shut up, you effing deaf guy. And I'm sorry, not at that time. Shut up, you idiot. Don't say anything. 
is not just a, again, this is common what happens with the police administration. So this happened every, at least once a month, they talked to this generator. And I believe these were at times when certain records be uh, compromised. So that's my, my own opinion. And it'll be presented in court of law, what records were manipulated or such and all. And the, the other thing was, um, if you go to my website, makecybergreat.com, you'll see uh, batteries in, so you have a car battery in the front of the car, which powers up the engine and such. Then you also have a car battery in the trunk. Uh, this car battery in the trunk is what uh, powers the cruiser cameras and cruiser laptops. Uh, we call them MVPs. Cruiser MVPs, cruiser radios and lights. Um, because they would select a vendor that was not very efficient in um, wiring this up, they, they select a vendor called BNC. They just throw whatever they can together. And what would happen, again, this is the marine battery in the back of the cruiser. My opinion, my advice would to pit cover, pit around the battery, because what's happening is officers are throwing two ton full of jacks in the back of their car. They're throwing the big metal slim jim to unlock cars back there. They're throwing a bunch of equipment back there on the trunk. And you know when you touch a metal equipment to a battery, it causes an outage or a surge or a shock. And it crushes the, the computers. And I had to continually rebuild these computers or continually unlock these corrupted computers because of this incident. And I was told, don't worry about it. Just, just do your job, fix it. But every time I brought up a concern, which is why I filed the OSHA complaint, and I was, uh, I was terminated in retaliation for filing that OSHA complaint safety concern because not only were they corrupting the computers at the suspicious times, and this was also the same time that a missing kid was happening. Um, you also have flares. Every law enforcement also had flares in the trunk. And if you go to my website, makecybergreat.com, you'll see pictures of these flares right next to these batteries with a two-ton jack on top of it. And I was told, shut up, be quiet. We're not going to do nothing. And continually harassed by law enforcement IT director and HR director. And matter of fact, on my website, the video where the HR director's yelling, screaming, slamming her fist on the table, telling me not to document these things and telling me not to undermine authority. I said, I'm not undermining authority. I'm just asking for a policy procedure to make these things happen. So a lot of the electrical issues were going on. So at the 911 system, uh, the, there were three dispatch terminal, terminals in the 911 center. Um, the dispatchers, um, Again, there was no policy or procedures, and I repeatedly asked for policies or procedures. Whenever the cell phones or iPhones were low, uh, instead of plugging the uh, iPhone into a wall outlet with a brick, they would plug their iPhone in the 911 computer or the radio system, USB ports. And by doing that, it attempts to install iTunes or whatever application they are, and it locks up the 911 system. Again, this is not an IT issue. This is a lack of policy or ignorance or neglect of the FBI criminal justice law. And I was continually asked, and it's gone, you'll see an email where I am formally reprimanded for bringing this up. 
uh, with the IP director and police administration because I wrote it in an email and they were upset by the public record. Um, so you had that going on. This caused the 911 system to go down because of the collective, the dispatcher is not following policy. There is no policy. You won't create a policy. But again, they continually plug the phones in, locking up the system, blaming IT, and they point out this is not an IT issue. This is a neglect of the administration. The second thing that was happening as a result of these things, because I was getting the security cameras and I was documenting with the security camera how the system went down, kind of a CYA, hey, this ain't an IT issue. This is what happened. Well, there's also, I believe, I can't remember at this time, but the record on my website, makecybergreat.com, you'll see um, right next to, to the city of Gahanna Police Department, which is next to the Columbus International Airport, is Speedway. And we all know that Speedway got that special 79 cents big slurpy drinks. Well, the dispatchers would get the big 79 slurpy drinks and no lid, and they would continually spill these drinks all over the 911 system and radio system causing it to go down. And you'll see uh, a video of this on my website. And shortly after, I I think that was the last draw for them because uh, I kept documenting everything. Matter of fact, there was one time that they spilled uh, this, this speedway drink all over the keyboard. And... They were upset they couldn't dispatch or do nothing. And I'm like, well, just get the spare keyboard out of the cabinet. You know where it is. Cause we've always had to keep a spare keyboard in the cabinet because this happened in my two years with City of Gahanna. I'd say it happened no less than 20 times. That shows how ignorant and how they didn't care about public safety. I mean, a simple thing as a drink being spilled on keyboards or these iPhones locking up the computers. I've documented every one of them, and it's on my website. And I was recommended to document it, making public records, and I post videos and pictures of this. Well, at the time, I downloaded that security camera. Dispatcher spilling the drink all over it, and they were upset with me uh, because I said you spilled the cupboard, the cabinet, have a spare key. There's no spare keyboard. I said, well. Again, it's your administration would create written work orders or documentation documenting when these keyboards go down, we would make sure that the keyboard in there for you. I'm sorry, it's not my responsibility to check that cabinet, make sure there's spare keyboards in there. Again, they didn't want nothing documented because this affects 911 public safety for the whole city of Gahanna and other surrounding um, areas for 911 services. So shortly after that incident, Unaware to me in the IT department, um, the IT director disabled the cameras so that way none of this stuff can be recorded. And um, somebody made a public record request. This was in December 2018. Someone made a public record request, I believe, in June 2019. And come to find out, they couldn't. We couldn't get it because. They disabled the camera, and I'm asking the IT director who authorized the disabled camera. We didn't see no work orders. We don't see no emails regarding this. And again, this is, a, and this is law enforcement intent to cover up serious public safety issues within our 911 system. And as you can see, city of Gahan in the past several years 
had a lot of dispatchers and law enforcement officers resigned, and they are struggling right now to hire new dispatchers and officers because of the dysfunction within our law enforcement. So if you go to my other website, makeamazongreat.com, they, they fired nine death employees, to transfer nine death employees at Amazon here in West Jeff, Ohio. I wouldn't, so you're familiar with Ohio, okay, so West Jeff, Ohio, um, because they would not provide us ASL interpreters, uh, they wouldn't provide us clear face masks, and they're writing up my coworker pulling a mask down, talking to us, and they're writing them up, and they were forcing us to leave their hand aid at security desk. Again, that's a whole other topic, makeamazongreat.com. Uh, I just got terminated there um, September 10, 2021 after filing the OSHA complaint. Oxford, Ohio, Miami University. They are testing a police application uh, on COVID status on people in, in using Ohio BMV driver's license. The Ohio law enforcement has COVID status in their computer system scanning their BMV driver's license. You can test this by using Ohio test plate TST. 0068. The person's name on that plate is Leggy Larry Vegetales. Law enforcement using LPR license plate readers. Uh, as you noticed, Ohio BMB uh, Governor DeWine on November 8, 2021, requires that all citizens, all Ohio citizens, to get new plates uh, on any plates that's older than, um, I'm sorry, I don't remember. That there's a certain uh, age of plate, they have to uh, change their plates, even if you can read the plates. Uh, the reason is, that's what it is, they have, they can't, if you have the gold Ohio license plate, you have to renew your plates because the LPR readers can't read them. But the Ohio law states that the plate does not have to be read by a computer, the plates have to be visually readable by law enforcement, which is again, violation of the law forcing Ohio citizen to get new license plate to fit the LPR technology when the, the, the law states that we have to visually read it by a law enforcement eyes, not by LPR technology. Again, they're using this, uh, the LPR technology being used in the state of Ohio is called LSAG or Varian which tracks every uh, license plate readers and every Ohio citizen here in the state of Ohio. Uh, even this system, uh, I believe, would violate a lot of uh, citizen violations. Well, there is good use for it. I don't, I don't disagree with that. But again, if there's no policy or enforcement of our listing policy, these systems can um, violate our own privacies. Um, so as a tip, as a former law enforcement IT person, uh, you don't have to have front plates anymore. And anytime you're parking to back your car into a parking lot, because law enforcement, the LPR readers can't read your license plate as officers go up and down the parking lots. So again, as I stated, um, Oxford, you can go to Penn TV or CNN, and uh, you can uh, Google the story on Oxford University. Again, I've requested public record from the Oxford Police Department, Howe Miami University, and Howe Department of Public Safety, and I'm not getting any responses to my public records request. Um, let me get the date of the Penn TV news, where Penn TV admits that law enforcement scanned DMV uh, license plate and driver's license, and the statuses show up in the 
computer systems here in the Kokokia. Uh, Governor DeWine and Hard Department of Public Safety forcing everyone to get the new ones because the LPR readers can't read them. But the law states that the license plate just has to be readable by eye by a law enforcement officer. Okay, so you're saying the, the tracking cameras can't read them? The gold ones, correct. The gold plates. Gotcha. I'll read what the 10 TV states. Uh, this is on 10 TV website and it's also on CNN website. Oxford, Ohio College student test positive for coronavirus throat party is the name of the title. Police body, again, I've requested this police uh, body team of footage and the uh, law enforcement operators footage, but even though 10 TV had the footage, and again, 10 TV won't provide the footage publicly either. Police body camera footage shows an Oxford, Ohio officer pulling up to the house and learning that there are more 20 people inside. Many do not live there. Oxford is the home of Miami University. After telling the party to clear out, the officer checked the license of one of the residents. I've never seen this before. There's an input on the computer that he tested positive for COVID. The student confirmed it, and he's been diagnosed positive with COVID. Uh, that's all I can say at this time. Uh, I, I can't really say much more about public records. Um, as an IT, I, I've been as an IT. I've been involved in a, as a deaf person with the ability to read lips. Um, I have a lot of information that I don't feel comfortable publicly announcing anything about public records. But you can investigate that and request uh, Oxford Police Department, Oxford Miami University. How do they know that your COVID vaccine status by scanning your license plate? according to the 10 TV or CNN story. And that's, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I met with the how Department of Public Safety traffic coordinator, uh, Felice Moretti, and the administration official in the Ohio Department of Public Safety. Um, one of the things I can tell you is, um, as an IT professional, when you do a, a traffic report, a traffic report is called an OH1. When you do a traffic report, you can mark it fatality or non-fatality. It's just a checkbox. You bring up the report, they'll say non-fatality. But you look in the database, and it's just a one or zero. Uh, you have to understand database and understand the, the systematic, I guess. It, it can be very confusing because always it's a bunch of columns. But if you look in the fatality and non-fatality column, every one of them fatality. Um, but if you bring up the report, they'll say non-fatality. So we'll have to ask ourselves, why does the database say fatality when it doesn't match the report? Now, if our traffic data can be manipulated for funds and grants, uh, law enforcement funds and grants come from how to fund public safety. And inside of how to fund public safety is OC. JIS, which is Ohio Criminal Justice Services, and what they do is they get grants from the federal government based on traffic and law enforcement data. I can uh, testify that law enforcement data are being manipulated, uh, not in the best interest of citizen. Um, and one example of that is traffic data, fatality, and non-fatality. Um, and I brought this to the attention of the Ohio Department of Public Safety uh, traffic. The director, at least, 
Elise Moretti and Colonel Bambo. I've had private conversations. I won't mention her name because I, I don't want them to be retaliated. But I've had numerous private conversations with my friend and family and law enforcement and the drug corruption and what they've seen. And it, it, it makes me sick that no one speaks up. And I understand why, because I, I, I finally got, I, I finally had about two years where I couldn't sleep because as an IT professional, I can see everything, everything. I mean, an officer can only see his stop. I can see every record, every email. So when I hear these little side conversations going on and I see this, these records being manipulated, I'm starting to connect the dots and it got to a point where I couldn't sleep. And I had to speak up, and I can tell you, since I've been terminated, I I, I sleep very well. <laughs> it's it's like a burden off my shoulder, but unfortunately, I lost my job. I'm in the middle of foreclosure right now. Um, I have a lot of uh, threats coming against me. Uh, it so it, but I have Jesus. So as long as I have Jesus, I. I the storms will come, but I'm not scared. Um, one thing I'll, I'll tell you is on my website, or Gab, most of this information on Gab that I'm speaking to you, and most of the details are in uh, Gab. My handle, Make Cyber Great. Uh, the day before I was terminated, my house caught on fire. Uh, you can see this on the website. Uh, my front porch caught on fire. Um, there's no uh, electric outlet, there's no nothing. I don't smoke. None of this. Uh, the fire department, who we know is close to the police department. Uh, the fire department came out to my house and they did not have water to put it out. So I had to grab a garden hose and put this fire out myself. And the fire department is only one mile from my house, which should speak volumes. Um, why they didn't have water to put it out? How did my house to fire before I got terminated? Uh, so I asked the Ohio Fire Marshal and Ohio Board of Education. Ohio Insurance Board to investigate. Maybe to investigate. And I said, well, you need to investigate why the fire department have water. Do they need training? I mean, my neighbors are very concerned that my house is on fire and your fire department have water pitted out. Either they didn't know how to pit it out or they didn't check the water. I don't know. And the state uh, insurance board said no, we won't investigate. And the Ohio Fire Marshal said no, we won't investigate. So basically, the insurance just paid off the fire damages, but there was no investigations. And at the time, I was still employed with City of Gaina. And then I went to work the next day, and that's when I get my termination papers. And that's when I was threatened by the HR director. You'll see my video on my website. Uh, if you tell anybody. Um, if you tell anybody, we'll have the cop not down the door. So this is how much threat I've been under. And this was the day before I was terminated, the house catch fire. And then the day I was driving home, uh, when I was terminated from city of Gahanna, my brakes, um, my brakes, uh, started acting weird. And then a week later, um, you can see my website. I was driving in Grove City, Ohio, and my brake caliper, the brake caliper's got two big six-inch bolts holding the calipers on. Are you familiar with the brake caliper? Yeah. Okay. So you got some two big six-inch bolts holding your brake caliper. 
Um, I was driving down Grove City uh, near 71665, and you'll see my video of Grove City Police helping me. Uh, Officer Coleman, he's a real good friend of mine. Um, my brake caliper falls off. The bolt missing. Um, I didn't want to think much about it, so I went ahead and fixed it up. I just got a new bolt, replaced the brake pad, replaced everything. And I got rid of that car, and I got a truck. A week after I got my truck, the same thing happened. The brake caliper bolt is missing, and the brake caliper fell off. And I drove my truck around, and then my rear differential was making a weird noise. And I took it in the shop, and they said, your rear differential axle... Your rear differential axle reservoir, reservoir uh, drain is empty. And so I got, so that, I had to get rid of my truck and I got a car. I get my car, another car. And I noticed that the oil was completely empty. Go to my oil filter. My oil filter uh, was two, two or three hand cranks loose. Like I could turn it with my hand. And so I, I'm not speculating someone did anything, I'm just stating the facts and timeline that it makes me look like I'm a crazy guy. But if you go to my website, you'll see I met with uh, Wendy Rogers. You familiar with Wendy Rogers? Yes. Yeah, so, and Jenna, Jenna Ellis? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I met with Wendy Rogers and Ellis. I was fired from the Hall Department of Public Safety September 1st. August 31st, uh, remember uh, Dayton, Ohio had that election integrity in Dayton, Ohio? Mm-hmm. I was at the election integrity meeting with Wendy Rogers and Jenna Ellis, and I shared my story with them, and they, they said the same thing happened to them. Anyone that's speaking gets retaliation, gets think made up, and stuff like that. And so I don't, I can't tell you if I was terminated for attending that election integrity meeting um, because I was fired from Hall Department Public Safety eight hours after uh, meeting Wendy Rogers and Jenna Ellis. Uh, you'll see my pictures with them on my website. And um, so it's just a lot of uh, lot of uh, coincidence timelines. You know, I can say at this time. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.